Something special is happening, Gooners, and we're going to talk about it here today on the Gooners Pod. Once upon a time, way back when there were only 9,000 Arsenal podcasts, six young men from various backgrounds, a young basketball prodigy with more trophies in the last 20 years than Totten and Hotspur, an Irish kid with a horrible haircut, a young Jewish nerd who hadn't discovered food yet. A child from Hemel Hempstead who didn't want to be English no more. A handsome young man who learned to play football on the hard streets of Disney World. And a young Mexican AC Milan fan. Hatched a plan to take over the world of Arsenal podcasts. But then these boys became men. Jared. Ewan. Magic, Aston, Andy, and Miguel, and the rest, my friends, is history. And now, all these years later, you tune in every so often to hear their incredible takes, their football knowledge, and their sensual advice. But now, it's gone too far. You are fans are at long last witness to season seven 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 welcome to the gooners pod i'm running out of words i'm running out of emotions i'm running out of inflatable animals that remind me of the arsenal i i don't really know where to go from here because what we're seeing this season is just the exact opposite of what we've seen for every season that the vast majority of the people who are following this football club have seen. Um, so we're going to talk about it today. We're going to get some some viewpoints, some uh, viewpoints from around the world, from here in in uh, in Florida, from the states, from India, from elsewhere. We want to hear from everybody here that's uh, that's that's talking about this today because I don't know how at this point you can't feel that something special is going on. So. We're going to start off bringing in uh, my buddy Jack, who uh, you know, whose who's favorite player and favorite person in the world came on as a late substitute today uh, for the first time in a long time. Jack, oh hey, <laughs> you know, didn't mean to like wake you up and drag you out of bed for this, but uh, but you know, first of all, I'm going to ask this question because uh, because it's important. Where did you watch the game today? What my living room. Of, what, okay, what portion of your home? Oh, that. And who yeah. were you accompanied by? Uh, my three kids. Wife was at work, so uh, I was on dad duty. So they and how old? And how old are those? How old are said children? Uh, two, nine, and uh, seven. Okay. Were they excited by how excited daddy was, or were they scared? Okay, so it, it's a difficult watch when daddy watches games because I I mute the commentary because I can't stand uh, can't stand the people talking. I mean, if it's um, Peter Drury, you don't, right? I mean, play, at least. I'm be honest, Mike. I mute it. I'm. It's just a habit. It, like it's uh, maybe a superstition. Uh, I mute it, no matter what. Okay. Um, I don't know if they like watching it because I'm extremely emotional. I would assume like all fans, but it's a whole bunch of me being mad, yelling, and then for the next, what has it been? An hour, an hour and a half after the match, uh, me being, I can't calm down. Like I, I can't. It's uh, an overreaction. 
too happy. Can't explain it. I mean, my personal experience today was I went to the pub called Champions. Uh, it's in Sarasota. I know Michael Henshaw's in the in the chat right now. He's uh, the uh, the leader of the Sarasota Gooners, kind of a, a, a regrouping, let's say, a supporters club here in the states, in the area where uh, where my wife and I have just moved. And um, some pubs don't open early, so there's this one pub that's owned by a Newcastle supporter, and it's one of these American pubs where you know it's owned by a guy from from overseas, and everyone comes in because he's not about you know we don't have the 20, 30, 50 people to basically lock down a pub and make it arsenal only at this point. Mm -hmm. There are so many examples of that across the state, San Antonio, D.C., uh, L.A., uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. I mean, all over the place, Fort Lauderdale now, Tampa. But, you know, we don't have that here yet. It's still kind of a growing community here of Gooners. And so there's Spurs fans there today. There's West Ham fans there today. There's, you know, the owner's a Newcastle fan. And, it, and that's a rough, that's a rough situation. And it's especially rough when you go down inside nine seconds and all them Spurs fans are sitting there giving it to you large. Um, so, you know, in your dressing room, I mean, your dressing room, in your living room, you don't have to deal with that, which is kind of nice. Um, but I, I got to deal with the kids asking me questions and wanting chocolate milk and, uh, I would have Talking. loved to have been dealing with people asking me for chocolate milk today, you know, instead of having to deal with VAR and That's and 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 going down to now. I mean, did you think that this was one of those moments where we lost, where we lose the league until it wasn't anymore, or or were you just like, we got time, we got time, we this is a this is a race, you know, when you see horses, when you watch a horse race and the horse you bet on is like ninth halfway through the race, if you know how things are going for that horse, you might know for a fact that they're a late a late a late game bloomer and that they're going to come back and win. Like, well, how are your, how are you feeling as this game got kind of out of hand in a bad way early on? So it progressed, I guess I, I, we went down so early. I mean, going down one, nothing in the first 11 seconds. I mean, I obviously I thought we had enough time to come back from that. Um, <laughs> 11. I mean, I think it was nine seconds. Yeah, actually. It was, it was like, it's ridiculous. We didn't touch the ball. Um, and then well, we, we did. We, we did. We deflected it into the uh, path of the goal scorer. That was our right. touch. But but yeah. Uh, when we went down two nothing, I, I still we still had a lot of time. What was it? Fifty minutes or forty minutes left? So it was fifty. Yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't lose faith at all in coming back. When it was two to two, I thought the game was over. Though I thought we had a draw. I did not see another goal coming. Not at all. Um, so extremely surprised. I even had a post for Instagram all ready to go on a two to two draw. Uh, all it's like, uh, who did, who did that a couple of weeks ago? And um, I think it was Aston Villa or, or, or no, yeah, it was like it the was BBC. The Villa game. No, it was the Villa game, but it wasn't Aston Villa. It was like the BBC or something like posted a two, two, yep. like, like massive lost points for Arsenal type of yep. situation. And, and, uh, and, and, and that actually went out <laughs> before the goals. Now this is getting a little bit ridiculous here. Correct me if I'm missing any, but United, Villa, Bournemouth. I mean, how many other winners? And 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 were all of the they were all three two wins as well in injury time. I mean, mm -hmm. you don't want to see this because you want to you know you want to roll your way to a title. You want to get get it done early. You want to put away teams like like relegation fodder at home you want to put them away in the first half and then and then like we did against Everton kind of have a you know a, a 45 minutes of Olay 
that's how you dominate. But we're not, we, we haven't been there before. We haven't done that. So what we end up needing is a little bit of this. But, I mean, can your heart take much more of this at this point? Um, Man, um, no. I mean, I would say no. And and, but, and and getting back to the kid thing, yeah. when the game ended, had your kids ever seen their dad act like that before? And were they, were yeah. they of the age where they could really Multiple understand? Multiple times already this year. Um, yeah, so, I mean, jumping up and down. And, man, it, it's hard. I don't want to say this, but I have uh, Charlie Watts. Uh, like, I have his tweets on live. I, I Look, Charlie Watts is, is, is someone who I'm honored to be considered a friend. And, and, and I enjoy him. And he always comes out to see me whenever I'm over. He is a wonderful man. I had to stop putting his tweets on alert today because for the 97th time in a row, he has spoiled a goal one way or the other for me with his tweet. He is ahead of actual time. 40 I've seconds been at games today. at the 40, Emirates. 40 seconds ahead of Peacock today. I've um, been at I've been at games at the Emirates where he spoiled goals for me. <laughs> I swear. I can that see that. is ridiculous. And and yeah. uh and it, yeah, it happened today with the uh with the uh, Parte goal for mm-hmm. me. And I had to keep my mouth shut so I didn't fuck it up for everyone else. And um, and then and then everyone starts watching other streams and like everyone at the pub like like I I found out that we that we won the game thirty minutes before we thirty seconds before we saw it, and I just I didn't want to believe it. And we all we were like, why is this guy celebrating? And it's it ruins things. But Charlie Watts it, is the biggest character, the biggest guy for that. Mike, it does ruin it. It ruins like every like live reaction, like me jumping up and down. But I still jumped up and down. It didn't yeah. up that. Well, look, I'd much I'd much rather have Charles Watts or somebody in the pub spoil an incredible moment than right. spoil a, an all like 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 when we were playing uh Brentford and we were winning one nil. I was watching the game with my my guy Alex here from down in uh down in Sarasota, and we were watching it together, and both of us at the same time our phones dinged and we looked at it and it said one one. Yeah. And then like a minute later on the screen, it ha- I mean, like we had possession when I saw that that tweet, and I'm like Maybe I should just put my phone away when we're watching games on on Peacock because it, it is yeah it's. I uh, thought I was the only one who did that. So I'm no glad, no no. It's, I'm it's, glad and, others and do that too. Not only are you not only are you not the only one that does that. You've identified the biggest culprit of of getting those tweets out before they happen. And um, you know I, I love Charles Watts, but I got I got I got to block quick. him. I almost Sometimes. have to block him. I almost have to remove him from my life so that I can enjoy this happening as it happens. But Mike, it's funny because sometimes he's not fast enough for me, and I put on Simon Collins, who's just as fast. Oh as no, I don't, I don't know. You know what? I just, not only is he just as fast, he is three times better looking too <laughs> than yeah. any other human being in the entire world, Simon. So, so all right. So enough talking about how good looking guys are. We've got we've got a good number of people in the chat, and what I'm going to do today, instead of the normal kind of one and and one and one, we're we're gonna we're going to just bring in a panel and we're just going to talk about this. So, uh, so, uh, so yeah, we're here, here we go. We're bringing in and I'm going to do introductions here. So Jack, you're going to stick around. Yep. Next we're bringing in, uh, my, my brother, my co, uh, my co, what do we call them? Admins of, of arsenal social, which is still going on. I, I've just been busy. Um, and so has he, but, uh, Aditya who for whom right now, I think it is late at night, but Aditya, Hey. What is up, brother? How you been? Amazing. Good to see you, Mike. And, hey, hi, and, Jack. Nice to meet you. And, nice and to meet you as well. Before I forget, 
first of all, what time is it? And second of all, talk about your blog because you've just launched a blog and I want to get some eyes on yeah. it. Uh, you know, I, I'll, I will, you know, get you from two viewers to six. But that's all I can promise. You're going to have to take it from there. But we can add four. We can put four people's eyes on your blog if we want to. But no, it's really good stuff, man. Yeah. So I don't know if you can see it. I think if I move my head a little. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Anyways. So it's called, it's 12 a.m. in India right now. It's My blog is called The 918 Blog. And yeah, I think I am just so excited to be back. Firstly, Mike, great seeing you after a long time. And uh, I'm excited. Just coming back to your point about, uh, you know, you were talking about putting your phone away. I was in that similar spot because I was looking at my phone because I get this alert from an app called One Football when, whenever Arsenal scores or anyone else scores. And I was waiting to see if Arsenal scored. And I, I just kept it on and then I'm having my dinner and then suddenly these mental scores out of nowhere. And man, it was, I was shouting, I was shouting so loud and it's amazing. I think, so the blog that I have, it's called the 918 blog. It's, uh, I've named it after my birthday. So it's 9th of September, uh, uh, 9th, 18th of September, sorry. So yeah, I just lost myself. Hey, that's two, and, uh, two days after my son. Oh, interesting. And uh, I, I just wanted a way to kind of express myself, uh, not only about my love for football and Arsenal, but everything else that I do in life, uh, creating Arsenal FC social or, you know, design projects that I work on or, or AI projects that I work on. So it's kind of culmination of everything. So yeah, thanks uh, for sharing about it. Aditya is a great example of, a, of the type of person that just in this fan base, you, you, you try to just communicate with people and you suddenly find someone literally halfway across the world i don't know if you can be three quarters of the way across the world because technically then you'd just be a quarter of the way across the world if you went the other direction <laughs> but like you know and 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 you meet people who you would literally never even know existed if not absolutely this, if, if not for this thing and that we all share i think and, i think mike yeah. since since we started connecting i think a lot of avenues have opened up for me because i've connected with so many different people like just connecting with jack right now or, uh, you know, Josh and uh, 10 seconds of chat. And there's so many other people, you know. I, I wouldn't have known these people back six months back yeah. prior to, you know, uh, setting up a server and things like that. But it's been insane. Like, the journey, that's that's what kind of pushed me to, to start my blog, honestly. Well, and I'm telling you, I, I, I say this all the time, and I don't know whether it's factually correct or not, but there's no other club in the league, whether we're first, whether we're fourth, whether we're, you know, suffering in 15th and eventually ending up in eighth. There's no other club that has this kind of connection in this group of people. So Absolutely. speaking of which, I'm about to bring somebody in right now who is making his first appearance on the Gooners pod. And um, this man taught my son for six months sociology at, at uni. And, uh, and, and now we're going to, and some, I mean, he, he was my son's professor and no, I did not bribe him in, in any possible way. Jonas, it's great. Hey. <laughs> you know what? The last you remember the game that we watched together down in Harrisonburg? I, I do. I do. Who was our opponent? Uh, did it start with a B? It started with a B and ended with an Ornmouth. Uh, uh, oh, Ornmouth. Yes. yes, and, yes. That, and that game was a lot more comfortable than this one. But, uh, you know, it, even if we only talk twice a year after the big Arsenal Bournemouth derbies for whatever reason, I, that that would be enough for me. But uh, <laughs> so so I just want to say. He's no longer teaching my son, so this is not any no. kind of like a bizarre. No, the the, the, the bribes have stopped, and so uh, 
so we can carry on as normal. Yeah. Um, so Jonas, where, where did you watch the game today? Uh, you know, I was I, home. I, I was know, home. Well, let, let, let me, let me just quickly say that it, I know that you have some friends who are Tottenham fans who, sometimes, so, who you sometimes watch the Premier League with, and I've yet to hold that against you. I do. I do. And, um, I know I was home. I was, uh, it was, I, I had my kids baseball started today. So I was out not watching the opening and I, uh, I was doing my best as an assistant coach not to be checking my phone the whole time, but I leave the field and look down and see a score and several texts of people saying, what the hell just happened? And I said, well, I don't, I don't know. I didn't see. And then I went back and saw. So then I got home for most of the second, first half and all the second half, um, watching it with, um, some trepidation, but I, I tell you, I, as we started putting them in, I had a feeling, I had a feeling it was going to go our way. And by, by putting them in, you mean goals. Right. I mean, yes, 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 yes. Um, I, I, no, I good, good goals. Good goal. It's uh, and I think one of the things to take away from all that is that we're, we scored with three dudes who don't score. Right. And so uh, that's a good sign that in a troubling game, when we're not producing, when our producers aren't producing, we get it from other parts of the field. And that is dangerous. That is, I saw, uh, I saw, I saw a tweet a few minutes before we went on air that said something like, uh, you know, these last, these injury time winners that we've gotten. And there's, there's at least three of them now this season, they've all come from Arsenal Academy players, Reese Nelson, uh, who was the second one. And then the third one was Emmy Martinez. I mean, they're all Arsenal Academy guys (laughs) that have won games for us. It's it's fantastic. I tell you, you would think, you would think maybe teams would start to realize that just bullshitting the, the clock is not to their advantage. It's, it has not worked out in their favor so far. Well, if we had scored, if, if we had, yeah. I mean, I, I just expected that if we, if we had taken the lead in the 88th minute instead of the 98th minute, there would have been 200 minutes of extra time. But, <laughs> you know, they, uh, they actually did the, the extra time correctly. So we're going to bring in two more people, and then we'll have a round of six. And if anyone else comes, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to play kind of like – you know, bingo to see who, uh, see who's ready to go. But, uh, but two people who have always contributed to the Gooners podcast, either as, uh, in the chat or, or in the open mics, we've got Kevin, AKA Dempsey oh, yeah. from Stoke on Trent, not, oh, yeah. not Stoke on any other things, but Stoke on Trent and Bill, AKA well, Gooner works. Uh, we've got a full hi, of, 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 hi, of Gooner. so I, I, yes, sir. So let me start with yeah, Ben. Uh, actually, I'd just like to say I'm, I'm from your new front room, really. Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't realize it now. I'm just, I've sneaked in. You've been very, very quiet. Uh, but, the give, but no, the giveaway is the piano in the background. Of, of the six of you, the one who I've seen most recently is the one who lives the second. Okay, well, maybe Aditya lives a little further away. But, uh, but, but Kevin, you've been back for a while. You, yeah. The last time we saw each other, we had the joy of watching us lose to Everton together down in New Orleans. Yeah. In um, how has the re-entry process been? How is the lovely Allison dealing with, uh, with, with the last few games and the excitement and the, the trepidation? What, what's, your, what's your current mindset at the moment? Right. Well, Allison's been pretty level-headed. She, when we got back, she had a very big operation, which mm. was pre-planned, and she's still in recovery from that. 
Um, I'm not going to say what it is, but she's still in recovery from that. I mean, I don't want to make a joke about it, so I won't. But there's I've a been, joke I've been nursed, mate, you know. I mean. Um, but, I, yeah, she's slowly, what I'm going to say, she's slowly growing into it. Let's put it Let's How much did Gunagra kind of turn her on to the Arsenal, actually? It did, yeah, it did. But I think she needs that crowd of ladies to make that final turn. You know, because people were having a go at me saying, why haven't you made her an Arsenal supporter? But she has her own free will. <laughs> Relationships are about give and take. We haven't managed 28 years together without us realising we have to have our own things and accept the other person might not agree well, with that. Well, and I was, as witness, I, I, I saw her absolutely embraced and, and adored by uh, by both men and women, uh, mostly women, because I don't yeah. want to... I don't want to like say anything that's going to cause you problems, but, um, but yeah, no, uh, that was a great time. And, and, um, but you watched the game today from home. I, I mean, yeah, what was the, I'm interested in kind of the emotional part of it. Like how negative were you before you weren't anymore? Well, I was quietly confident, right? See, okay, good. And I didn't see Bournemouth. I'd been the Everton game before the weekend before. And had a fantastic time. What a great game that was. And I thought, the lads have turned a corner. Defence has turned a corner. You know, Ramsell makes two fantastic saves. Zinchenko backs him up on the first one, gets rid of the ball. On, on Ramsell's second two-touch save, it's Martinelli kicks the ball away. Otherwise, Everton could have had two goals. Yeah, defensively, we're, we're getting there. You know me, George Graham, we don't let him in. Right, I hadn't even managed to get to see the game, and we were one nil down. Yeah, yeah. I I, I wonder how what percentage of Arsenal supporters didn't see that goal because I mean, I, you know, I'm not implying that you're plastic if you miss the first nine seconds of the game, but normally missing the first nine seconds of the game doesn't involve missing a major element of the game. But the one person who we haven't really gone to yet so far is Bill. So nine seconds in. Was it was it almost like 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 for me it was like shock and this really and en- won't end up impacting the game one way or the other because it's so early. There's this thing that Men and Blazers keep talking about, which is a very popular podcast here in the states about you know how when an underdog team scores in the first or two first minute or two, it's like you've scored too early, you've ruined it now. But uh, I mean, w- did that concern you? Did you feel like that was just bad luck? We switched off deflection you know unfortunate deflection i mean what was your feeling about that first goal bill yeah i mean i i was in the same boat i had literally turned on the tv right when they kicked to the ball and i was just in complete shock uh but i i wasn't as concerned about that first goal i i literally had that same thought like you scored too early now now we're now we're awake now we're gonna you know just come at you with everything we got. And I mean, we had what, like 80 plus percent of the possession, you know, going at them constantly throughout the match. And it really, it was the second goal that got me because with all that possession, with all that, all those chances we had. That uh, was against the run of play. I mean, there is, there was no run of play for the first goal to be against. I mean, credit to Bournemouth. They, that first attack that you know nine seconds in that was one of the most you know well executed you know attacking pieces that you could have had for something like i I don't even blame our defense because that that's the kind of energy that 
like we normally come at teams with when it, we start off the match or start off the second half. And yeah, it, it was just a little bit of bad luck. But yeah, I wasn't worried after that first one. And I was quietly confident all the way up until that second goal. And that's when my head dropped a little bit. But credit to the team, their heads did not drop whatsoever. They were right back at it. And I think it was only five minutes after that second goal that we started our comeback. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes it takes, for some reason, sometimes it takes the arsenal a punch in the mouth to get ready. Like it's a, it's like a boxing match and we've seen that time and time again, but today, you know, it, it, it took two punches in the mouth. Now we are graced by in the, in the presence of someone who understands sociology so much that he, he professes to, uh, to profess. So Jonas, um, let's talk about the mentality of this team because the thing that we've all complained about with the arsenal in the past is a, a loser mentality. And I, I could name names. Uh, you know, I could say Mustafi, but I'm not going to, uh, but like we've had players who just had a losing mentality and it spreads, it, it spreads when things aren't going well and it drags the team down when things could potentially be going well. And the biggest thing that we've done in, in my opinion, over the last two or three seasons is we have completely overhauled, the mental capacity and focus and, 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 and energy of this, of this team more so than we've rehauled, you know, re over overhauled the, the, the skill and the quality of the players, which we've also done. So Jonas, I mean, explain to me how this team can, can, can get in these situations and just keep finding a way to fight back. It certainly has made a difference. I think you have a, core of players that are younger that have played together that have come up some of whom have come up together um which uh, which has a separate note i think is one of the most exciting things about the team is that you have six seven eight guys who might be on a squad together for a run right which i think is gonna be really important but I, I, you have guys who have not been in the league all that long um who haven't necessarily been been wowed by um a big paycheck to sit around and do nothing and they, they're hungry to win. They're, if you're cynical and you think about contracts, a lot of these guys, now they're, you know, some of our big guns are re-signing right now, which is great, but um, they know that they're, if they want to have a long career, they may have to do something next. And so they don't, they, they're hungry and they're still fighting. And I think but Arteta deserves, a, I think, they I think, I, I, no, they haven't done it before. They, they, right. And they want to do it. Right. They, they, you saw um, James McNicholas going after, um, going after folks yesterday or the other day saying, you know, this is a young team. Um, you know, do they have the mentality? He's like, yeah, well, early, you know, the 92 team, the 92 class of 92 didn't win anything before they won anything. And, and Liverpool didn't win anything before they won anything. So I think there's some of that, but uh, it is harder and harder to overstate what Arteta has been doing with these guys. I think his, his influence, uh, you know, we, we see part of it. The All or Nothing gave us part of it. I think we see part of it on the sidelines. You hear what Jacka's interview, he came out and said this week. Um, it is really, really hard to argue, I think, that Arteta isn't wholly uh, in control of this, of this team in very positive ways. And I think he's developing guys. And I think he's the kind of guy who says, I'm developing these footballers so that they're going to leave Arsenal and be awesome somewhere else too, right? He doesn't uh, – it's an Arsenal thing, but I think it's a bigger football thing, and they're just – I think he's got him in the right headspace, and it's we've been fortunate that it, it's consistent. 
and doesn't don't seem to have any bad actors. I mean, we there are t- two or three guys who have been around who you would think maybe they're problematic, but they haven't been. I think Arteta yeah, has everything you, to do with that. When you only have two or three, and they're not massive figures in the team like Mesut Ozil or or Aubameyang, where that where, where people look to them to take their lead. If you've got someone in the team who's a little bit of a you know, and 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 I hate to throw him under the bus, but let's just say Sammy Lukanga, for example who's not kind of falling in line with the team mentality and focus that gets overridden instead of overriding everything else. And, and, and I right. just can't, I cannot express enough. I don't have the, uh, you know, the experience in this and the psychology experience to understand this, but I cannot express enough how much more to me, the mentality and the, and, and the focus and the, and the unity and chemistry of this football club right now. And I'm not just talking about the starting 11. I'm talking about, 35 people that includes and i'm including stuart mcfarlane in that i mean because we know what he did uh before the 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 tottenham game uh, a year ago september i'm including arteta in that i'm including the entire coaching staff in that i'm including some of the borderline youth players everyone is aligned right now in this singular focus to take us to the next level and if we're too naive and too raw to to get it done this year, they're going to be hungry to do it next year. They haven't been through failure after failure after failure. And, and, I think and, look, that- what ha- and look what's happening to Lukonga, right? Lukonga is, I think, a good lesson. I, I had high hopes for that kid. I think he looked good. I think he had skills. I think he, he – w- but if his head's not right and he's not producing in practice and he's not producing on the pitch, Arteta's going to be the first person to say, okay, you're not on board. He's not going to be here. He's, no. he's, they're going to sell him this summer, right? And, and we've seen Arteta with, with, with clearing out dead wood. It isn't just about you're not going to play because your head is in the right place. It's you're not going to be around the club if your right. head is not in the right place. And and right. and and thus went Ozil and Aubameyang and Kolasinac and Mustafi and all these people. And the difference between now and then is if we've got guys who just clearly aren't up for the challenge, we can sell them. Instead of having to pay them to leave, right. we're going to and switch it, around the, uh, the the chat a little bit because we've got we've got uh, for the first time in a while. I have to be honest with you, we uh, we have the version of Streamyard that allows you to have ten people in the studio. For the first time, I've gotten a message saying there. Are well, you're doing that, Mike. Can I ask Jonas a question? Yeah, we're not going to switch around completely, but we're going to switch around a few people. To, yeah. to do with yeah. sociology, because one of the big things that Arteta, KSE, and everybody in the club have done is change the social setting for everybody are we now seeing that having a massive positive impact on the team's psychology talk about sociology and psychology because they're slightly different aren't they they are but i think i I think i take your point that he and maybe to make sure i'm clear he's getting him he's getting the organization not just the players not just the, the 11 guys on the pitch he's getting staff he's getting management all rolling the same direction or to the best of his ability and i and i think i think that's what you're saying and i and i think that's right i think that is extraordinarily different difficult to do right for a professional team to have guys who are willing to see the big picture to say i'm not going to play every day but i still want to win and i'm still going to be a good team member to see everybody get on board is such a hard thing to do and I and it's probably why we don't see it happen very often. But I think, yeah, I think if that's what you're pointing to, I think that makes a huge difference. I think it makes a huge difference. You're not relying on two guys on 350k a week to pull you through every game. You're saying every single player matters. Everyone in the organization matters. Josh Kroenke 
has clearly decided he matters and has has stepped up um, and and makes people want to put in the effort. It's um, also the psychology of those certain players that went that were absolutely. dragging others down around them. Yeah, they were uh, such a bad example for young players. Such a bad. I'm, example. I'm an addition by subtraction guy, and that has. I mean, the the biggest thing that we've done. I've broken down finances. I've broken. I've done spreadsheets. I've done all this stuff. The biggest thing is the stuff you can't put into a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. You, you've 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 added by subtracting, and and we've seen. I mean, my guy, if there's is there a better example of adding through subtraction than Manchester United right now, probably. But but we've done it in a major overhauling way. They did it in a way where all they had is one problem and they've solved it. We do have to switch some things over because I've got we, we've got yep. some people who want to have their say. Densek, uh, great to see you again, my friend. Uh, hopefully see you after the next game and uh, take care and give my best to Allison. Hope she's recovering nicely. Um, and uh, oh, Jonas is left. Uh, all right, so Densek, I'm kicking you out. <laughs> I, I love you, friend. All right, uh, Jack, we're going to say goodbye as well. Thanks no for starting the show off with me, but uh, you know, apparently we've got some people who want to come on. Right. So, uh, That's great. So, um, so now, you, now you can go back to uh, taking care of your kids again. I'm sorry for helping you. You know, for, for being a bad influence. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's all right. I uh, I should get back to that anyway. All right. Well, you goodness, bro. All right. Take all right, care, yep. bud. See you guys. All right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you two on because I've I, I, I've really kind of barely spoken to you guys, but we're gonna bring on a few people. We're gonna bring on Josh. So Josh, you're here. Unmute yourself, my friend. Hey, Josh, where are you where are you calling us from? Uh, I'm uh, based in Barcelona, originally from North London. Oh, Josh, so... Josh, 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 man! I didn't have you. Uh, I I didn't get the last name, so I wasn't positive. Now we have all three admins of of Arsenal FC social on. Um, yeah, I'm having my whiskey, so. Well, you should be, as you should be. Aditya's chugging beers. I've got some vodka and Powerade here that I'm going to have to get out of the pool to refill in a second. So I'm going to actually ask you guys to take this over in a second for a minute. But uh, yeah. all right, so, so Josh is in the house. Aditya's in the house. Bill's in the house. We're going to bring in two more. Uh, okay, I've got room for two more, and I've got three more. So um, so uh, let's start with Rich. What's up, guys? Rich in the house from Indiana, Illinois. No, Ohio. Ohio. It's, it's right in that same area. Yeah, it's, you know, Great Lakes area. I get All right. it. And then uh, and then a co-host of the upcoming Gooner Palooza, which will be taking place in uh, in just under two months in, in the in the Chicagoland area, is Scott, uh, a.k.a. Northside Gooner. So um, now I know Scott can talk. So if I get up to uh, to get a drink, I'm sure Scott will do me a favor and, and, and leave this. But let me just put a question out there for you. Um, Josh, let's start with you. Did you keep the faith or were you a little, were, were you a little, uh, a little dubious about things? No, I'm always, uh, I'm always uh, pessimistic. Uh, I don't know why. I did turn the volume off, not because I find it annoying, but because I find it too... Um, too nerve-wracking in a way. So you take the volume off, it just seems like a few people kicking the ball. Um, but yeah, when we scored, I sort of screamed, my dog would look, gave me a funny look. But um, no, it's interesting. I mean, I was thinking back actually, like the most, I mean, I'm 41. So the leagues that I can most remember us winning the, the ones from 98 onwards. But in terms of like this performance and the, the sort of last minute thing, We've never, I've never sort of seen us do this before. Quite the opposite. I remember, I can't remember, was it 2006? We had a sort of mentality, like when we were, Eduardo had his leg broken, at, I think it's Birmingham, 
Birmingham. Was. Yeah. And yeah. then like Gallas, who was a captain, just sat down in the centre circle and just moaned. And like the difference is just unbelievable. And it's just really refreshing. And and whatever happens, it's just nice to know that they give their all. Then what I find interesting is like the last minutes of people think, oh, you know, you get lucky. It's like actually if you look at the United teams, um, especially you know, the Fergie time any team. year, like yeah, just kind of that non-stop. Like you knew, even if you're losing, you're winning two 0 Like with five minutes to go, you're still not safe. And I think we give that that impression now to teams, and that and that panics them. And I think that's a that's a that's a really positive thing. And I don't think we we sort of had that in the past. Um, so like that kind of idea of just non-stop, and and you know it affects other teams. Everyone's complaining about Arteta, whether he's you know being animated on the on the touchline or whatever, but. Um, People used to moan about Ferguson, but, you know, fair play to him. It, it sort of works psychologically. But once you kind of got that, like, it just puts teams on edge. I remember Spurs once went 3-0 up against United a year. I think they won the league. And then when it, uh, United won away 5-3, and it was just like, you just knew even at 3-0, like, Spurs would, you know, you probably thought they you know, they could easily have still lost. And I think we've got that. I don't well, feel you still believe I mean. it. Um, I still kind of get worried. Um yeah, also special mention to Ramsdale, like that save was incredible. He's had a lot of stick recently from some people, and I think like yeah, showed his true worth today, really. So, he was really yeah. solid today. Yeah, like, absolutely. So Aditya, I wanna I wanna go to you for a second because you know, and I and and I say this out of admiration, not not of anything else, but like, <laughs> you are re- relatively new to supporting Arsenal in football. I mean, you you have you have adopted the team as and, and I've seen how important it is to you. So, you know, newness has nothing to do with strength of support. You are, you know, absolutely living and dying with this club right now and staying up until all hours of the night and doing it. But, uh, you know, but what you don't carry with you is a lot of this baggage that a lot of us have. So, I mean, is, is, are you, I mean, how, how, how is that different for you? Like, like, I mean, I know that there's been a bit of heartbreak, but, but, but you haven't been through the, 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 the absolute dross of, of, of just almost spursiness that Arsenal have at times had to, had to deal with over time. So, I mean, are you, do, do you have the perspective of this or do you celebrate more because of that? Or, or this is a, a very poorly constructed question, but. Uh, no, I, just, I, I, I get a question though. I, I'll, I'll tell you that I, I relate to it. Uh, and I can tell you why, because I had, before I became an, a football fanatic or, or you know, became, before I became a boomer. Uh, I had friends who were like diehard football fans and I just couldn't understand what went into it until I started following Arsenal religiously. All right, I've not missed a single day. If you read my blog, uh, in, there's, a, there's a story about why I became a boomer. And I, I was watching the Fulham game while I was celebrating my best friend's birthday. All right, so we are, we are, we're getting drunk. But you are watching Arsenal win and beat Fulham 2-1. And I relate to the fact that, you know, there were there were hardships. And I, I relate to that because I follow different sports, right? I follow motorsports and I see my I've, I've seen Ferrari losing for a long time now. And it's kind of in the same drought that Arsenal has been uh, for the last 19 years, to say. And today was exactly the same scenario because... When the match started, I was I was tuned into F1 as well because they just uh, the kickoff time and F1 uh, the qualifying started at the same time. And if you read my tweet uh, before the game, like when the game started, was Ferrari fucked it up, so did 
so did we you know with that with that 9 9 second goal and i was like shit but i knew we will get back it's purely because i knew we were performing well uh now that's for sure that i couldn't relate to it if uh you know uh, i can't relate to the previous seasons because i was not following arsenal then but uh following this season following our performance now i knew we would get back i just didn't know it would take so long and it would be right at the edge yeah but uh there was a liverpool game uh i think it, it was at home where they uh, I, i don't know i don't remember with whom they were playing but uh they had scored and uh right at the extra time they had drawn the game uh with uh, they just scored at the last very very last second and we had this this game was the similar uh, you know the similar whole performance recently was scoring right at the end and i think now i feel more uh happy that i i could relate to it and you know uh, i i think it's this has just taken my journey to a whole different level because yeah um, yeah well, i think now you... i i if if i just come back to this whole season and i say what was the single most exciting moment for me, i mean there are plenty more but this would be a, like a season defining moment for all of us i mean it's I think this right could be there. a career defining moment for a few people. So so Scott, uh, yeah. tell me tell me how you're feeling if you're Reese Nelson right now. And, <laughs> and and extend it into whatever you want to because I'm going to go grab another drink and come back. So uh, it isn't that I'm not interested in what you have to say, it's just that I'm more interested in alcohol. So <laughs> I mean, I mean if you're Nelson right now, like this is just sort of this incredible moment of validation for him. that he's been pursuing being an integral part of the Arsenal setup for so long since he was this heralded youth player and he's gone out on multiple loans you know he really started showing signs in Europa this year you know look his last appearance before this was a brace in Europa and then he did his hamstring and then literally the very next time he's called on it's at a moment where we're down Jesus we're doubting Kedia we're down Trossard you know Uh, Smith Rowe's gone as long as he can go in his first extended action after being out for nine months. And today's the day we needed Reese Nelson, and he comes up with a goal and assist in 21 minutes, the equalizer and the winner. I mean, like, if you're like, – like, we're all sports fans, and this is one of those pinnacle moments. I can't even imagine what's going through your head when you're an athlete and, yeah. you've, had a, and you've had a pinnacle right. moment like this. And not only that, but, you know, it, he came on, he had to come on because, you know, we had, you know, ESR out. We, it, well, he was still getting back into shape. Yeah. Trossard goes out. Eddie's still out. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, Jesus is still out. And, you know, we may be calling on him a lot more in these next few games. And well, I, for him I, to I, step I, up. Yeah. I certainly think he got himself a start on Thursday in Lisbon. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. but just the you, you, I, I mean when you look at the types of things that make up championship seasons and like the day we got so far into the squad that we needed Reese Nelson and he came up with that. Well people are people are like we have no attacking options on the bench and I'm like oh you know what maybe we do. <laughs> You know, yeah. so I, I just had some bad game. We don't we we we've lost uh you know we've lost to injury now we've lost um 
Yeah, J- Trossard, Jesus and Kenny and Trossard. Yeah, and and then Smith Smith Rowe, you know, he came out early today and didn't have a full ninety in him, so he had to come off. And we, we I mean, we went as far into the attacking depth chart as we could go today. The next guy after Reese Nelson is what Cozier Duberry. You know, if we were to go any further than that, and um, Nelson comes up with that, I mean, it's just has there it, it been just, it, it defies explanation. <laughs> has there been any discussion about Trossard and and what what's actually going on with him? Not that I've seen. I, 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 I've looked around on Twitter. I haven't seen anything. You know, we'll probably hear something from Arteta tomorrow. Like, it doesn't look good, but we don't think it'll be long-term, which is his way of saying, I'm not going to tell you anything. Uh, uh, yeah, my, my hope is just that maybe it keeps him out Thursday. He's back available next weekend. He didn't look, look too distressed. He didn't, like, walk right, right off to the locker room and – yeah, they called they called it precautionary. So let's hope that it is. Um, okay. We're gonna we're gonna cycle in and out a few more people. Aditya, Bill, um, thanks for joining. Bill, did you, let's, let's have a last word from you because I I really haven't given you much of a chance to, to, to say anything in this. Um, any uh, any last words? I mean, is the title is the title race over? <laughs> I I don't think it's over, not one bit. I mean, we've seen we've had these ups and downs, but so of City. Uh, there, there are two, maybe three, if you count United, uh, strong teams in this race. And I really feel like it's going to come down to the wire here and it's going to be exciting and I'm all here for it. Yeah. And, and you got the, you know, you got the good jersey on. This is, this oh, yeah. is not, this is now the lucky jersey again. It's, it's, it's been a few cycles. The pink one was for me for a little while. The, uh, the black one was, this is now taken back over again. And, um, and I'm just glad that we've won games since the one game that I watched with no shirt on because that would have been very awkward at the pub today. Um, so, uh, all right, Bill, Aditya, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're going to cycle up a couple more. And, uh, yes, please. Last words for yeah, last, I think, last words as well. Uh, I think before, uh, I just I was wondering if, you know, if Reese would have come on uh, instead of ESR because if you remember his last game before he went out of injury, he was assisting with goals. He had assist, assisted with goals. So I think if we would have gotten on, got him in earlier, I think we could have scored maybe one more extra. I don't know. That's something. That's the thought that I think we could. Like, that's a that's a world of, of of hypotheticals that I'm so glad that we don't need to run down and explore right now. So uh, so yeah, no. I mean, look, it it clearly ESR is in the pecking order above Reese Nelson at the moment. Otherwise, again, Reese Nelson would have come in uh, instead of ESR, but it, it's a nice luxury to have. These guys may Absolutely. end up being interchangeable and they may be more valuable than any of us could possibly have imagined this season. So, uh, and, and I think we'd be remiss not to point out that Reese Nelson has now passed Richarlison in Premier League goals this year. Who I've passed Richarlison in, well, in Premier League goals. I have more- I showed more athleticism a minute ago when I when I almost ruined my computer by jumping into the pool than I than than Richarlison have scored all season. So uh, so you know we've got that. Aditya, Bill, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Great, great day for the Arsenal, and uh, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, let's do it, man. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna bring in two more Gooners at this point. Um, We have Mohammed from Palestine is in the house. Although he's just left the house, what? Oh no, he's. Oh, uh, my bad. I can't count. And uh, and Daniel's in the house. Uh, so uh, so let's go to you guys first. Uh, Daniel, 
Yes. Explain to me how the last four hours of your life has been. Well, actually, I, four hours and 13 minutes, because that would then not include the uh, the yeah. first, the Bournemouth goal. Yeah, um, well, fucking mental. <laughs> like, honestly, like, like to go from from nine seconds in from down hit from down here and then pulling it back to two two and then and then kind of going mm, yeah all right like fair enough like not a win but at least it's not a loss kind of thing and then when we reached and then what i hear because uh, i was listening to the game on the arsenal website uh, and then Listening to the commentators like scream when Nelson scored, I went like mental as well. I went so so you were just listening, you weren't watching because I know this game wasn't televised in the UK. A lot of people I go for dodgy streams and stuff, but so you were literally just listening on like the BBC or on the Arsenal player. Uh, yeah, the Arsenal website. <laughs> who was uh, who was on commentary? Is it is, was it uh, like Perry or I, uh, or? To, to be honest, I, I couldn't tell you. <clears throat> sometimes it's like Ali Adier. Sometimes it's Perry Grove. Sometimes I think um, it wasn't it? Adrian uh, Adrian Clark. It it wasn't uh, Ad Ad Lelier. It, it okay. wasn't. I don't think. No, it wasn't him. All right. Well, whoever it was, they had to go. They they were going <laughs> after nuts, right? I mean, they had they they did not. They they say no. They say no cheering in the press box. And I've got a few friends who are in the press box oh, on a regular cheering. basis who 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 are like, look, in those situations, there's cheering. And the video I played to start this, I don't know if anyone was watching at the beginning, but the video I played to start this whole podcast, which I'll play again now, was taken by a very good friend of mine who was in the press box and 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 just. Yeah had this to show us uh but th this so yeah you know what i'm not gonna play right now because you're in the middle of talking and that would be me pretty much just overrunning you with what i want to put on so keep no, it going but, no but like like the, they were genuinely cheering <laughs> like like going proper mental like i've never heard like like commentary like like it <clears throat> It's fantastic, and and um, and 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 the the weird thing about, and I know I'm just focusing on the press box here, but the weird thing about the Arsenal press is that they're all Arsenal fans. I, I yeah. really don't see how the Nottingham Forest press are all like Nottingham Forest till they die, and the Burnley press, you know, beat is like full of just lifelong Burnley fans. So it's it's really really special. But uh, but so you you know, there's sometimes extra emotion when you when you're calling it on radio or when you're listening it on radio, yeah. and 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 so I mean that had to have been amazing for you and do you worry that like after all this there's going to be some sort of because you're not seeing it do you worry there's going to be var and it's going to be chalked yeah. off is there a little bit of you that's like yeah yeah. yeah 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 because a couple <clears throat> of friends of mine in 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 my whatsapp group like were like going like var and and it's ruled out and like because they're ahead of me i'm like don't you fucking lie to me so <laughs> So then, I then like made sure that that it, it was three two, and honestly, if you're gonna win, you want to you kind you, you kind of want to win like that. I don't know about you, but I kind of want to win like we did against Everton. But I will take that every <laughs> single day of the year. You know, you're. I mean, it 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 tells you learn more about what you have 
in your squad and your players and in your mind by from yeah. a win like that than you do again than with a four nil win against Everton where you just you know you gradually like, show yeah. your dominance so you do yeah. learn a lot more. Yeah, and like I had to apologize to my neighbors <laughs> for when we got uh, that third uh, uh, and the winner. Like I was going like like I was going crazy. As like, one should, as one should. Yeah. So, Muhammad, it's been a while, and mostly because we haven't done these shows, but it's great to see you again. Um, I know that you have a lot of thoughts, and uh, and you like to speak them. Um, let's try to keep this to under three minutes, but, uh, but Muhammad, tell us about your journey today. Oh, yes. Uh, hi, Mike. Hi, guys. How are you? It seems that, Mike, you are enjoying uh, this uh, pool swimming pool for two months now <laughs> yeah I, I you know i don't do anything halfway if we uh, we got a pool and i'm spending literally all my time in it i my wife hasn't seen me great. for two months it's kind of bad great 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 so about the match um what a crazy match what crucial win um honestly honestly nobody expected this suffering against bournemouth second to bottom but it's premier league uh, in the end, we showed courage, personality. Uh, we tried till the end. Um, maybe, maybe the courage of the next champions. We hope Arsenal. Uh, some encouraging uh, points from the match. Some uh, negative points. I'd say that Arteta changes made the difference. Ben White. And the courage substitute to pull out Smithrow after uh, entering uh, and uh, allowing the chance for Rhys Nelson, I think it's a uh, decisive change. Mohamed, I don't mean to interrupt, but I want your three. Do you think that that was purely based on the fact that Mikel Arteta was told by the physios that, that Smithrow had 50 or 60 minutes in him and no more, and the fact that he no. had to come in so early force no. that or do you think that that was tactical on Mikel Arteta's part? I think it's um, anali uh, my analysis of this change that uh, Mikel wanted something to taste the uh, defense of Bormos, something different uh, Nelson is quicker, had pace uh, have uh, trickery, he can pass players he can play both feet he's not um not easy to deal with uh, from uh, defender's point of view. Smithrow, the four minutes that he played against Everton or the five minutes, believe uh, Mike, I said to myself, he's not ready yet. And today, the, the minutes Smithrow played, he was ordinary, predictable, just safe passes. So we needed something different. So big up for for Rhys Nelson because before this match he played 65 minutes during all the season in the league, and now after this match he played 85 minutes and he scored three goals. So I think he has a huge potential, uh, and I think some main points from today's match uh, is that Tomiyasu there is a big difference, big gap between Tomiyasu and Benjamin White. Tomiyasu offensively is very poor, didn't give us anything 
going forward. So I was very, very assured that Arteta uh, will change him and Benjamin White will enter. And Ben White was fantastic in the second half. Uh, Reese Nelson, I hope that he keep away from injuries and he keep delivering from the bench from now until the end of the season. Uh, also, some worrying scenes, uh, Mike, defensively. Defensively, we're shaky. We're shaky. To concede after nine seconds at home against Bournemouth uh, is not that healthy. And also, to add to this, to concede another goal from a corner. So, we yeah, were second, happy. The second one was really the one that, I mean, the first one could happen in any situation. It's a, it's a confluence of events that just... You know, everyone's to blame, everyone's to credit, and it just happens. The second one, I did not see that coming at all. Um, yes, but we were happy. We were happy to have clean sheet after a long time in the Leicester game and uh, against Everton. So uh, I think crucial win. Credit to to the players, to the staff, and this uh, great crowd. These great fans deserve this win and this happiness, but we must learn from our mistakes. Now, one to go, uh, one down, 12 to go. So, 12, 12 battles, Mike. 12 yeah, battles. 12, every match, 12 every match is a battle. It's a war. Really. If you want to fulfill our, our dream, uh, we must battle. We must show courage. We must learn from our mistakes, especially defensively, because defensively, uh, recently, we're not uh, convincing. Uh, Attacking-wise, okay, but the Trossard injury, I hope it's slight injury, because Trossard, I think, is a fantastic player. For, for me, I wanted Trossard to come to Arsenal two years ago. Yeah, well, uh, and, and, and let's talk about that. Rich, um, I mean, forget for a moment that we have a game on Thursday when we re-enter Europe. Uh, but Sunday, big match against Fulham away. Fulham, no mugs. They're, 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 they're uh, you know, they're not to be taken for granted. Um, let's say Trussard is not available. And let's say that Gabby Jesus is not fit. Who who's your start? Let's 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 call it a starting four, like a top four, like the the, the left wing, right wing, the the nine, and and, and I, I think we can safely say Odegaard would be you know would be uh, in the ten. But like, who do you have, and then who do you bring off the bench in that? I mean, are we going to see a lot more of Reese Nelson at this point? I think we do. I I I would put. I mean, Sunday, if I have to start Reese Nelson, I start Nelson. I play Martinelli through the middle, <clears throat> and Saka on the right wing. He did. He did. He was playing through the middle pretty much once they had yeah. to make those enforced changes today, and, right? Martin yeah. Nelly? Once Trussard went out, Martinelli was through the middle. But did he impress, or did he just kind of he he had to be there? I think I he was think just he had to be there. I don't. Yeah. I don't think he was ready to be there. I think if we go into a game and he knows he has to be there, we're okay. But I also think that today was a game that two years ago we lose two one. Yeah. Last year, we draw two two. This is where this team is at, where we pull a last-minute winner out yeah. because they have that mentality now because they've brought in a Zinchenko, a Gabriel Jesus, that, mm. hey, we're winners. This is how we play. 
and the rest of the team has bought into that philosophy. Are you, are you suggesting that next year this is the type of game we win 6-2? Oh, next year they <laughs> don't even the score in seconds. The, the progression that we're – yeah, I mean – Yeah, you know, but no, I mean, it's uh, – you know, We're going to score ago, next season in four seconds. And um, yeah. no, no, I know, but you're, you're making a very valid point. I mean, the, the, the ability to handle the flow of the game and, and, and I mean, look, they were, we, we had to dodge a lot of crap coming our way. I mean, injuries and, and I mean, I'm, I'm almost happy, but, but, but I don't want to completely disregard the fact that, that there were maybe five VAR decisions today. It all went against us. I mean, let, let's just blow past that because we, we won anyway, but like, you know, we, we played were, against we played against Bournemouth and against the VAR today. I mean, it, it, it's absurd. The stuff this, VAR, they... this VAR today is a disgrace. At least four or five clear penalties. And the strange thing, Mike, guys, not it's not that the, the decisions didn't uh, went our way. No, that the VAR in in what in each of all the cases did not tell the referee. To go and see it and to check it. Anyone, five, five cases, five clear cases. Mm. No one of these cases, it, the it's VR, insane. told it's insane. the referee to check it, to see it. Check it and then they would wave it on. Like, like I, I don't, I'd love an explanation for that, but thank God we don't have to point to that like we did in the Brentford I mean, game. As to you know, as to a reason why we you know A, B, or C bad thing happened to us. So, Scott, uh, we're going to start yeah. to get wrapped up. So let's let's go around the around the horn for some final words. Scott, um, we do have twelve games left. We do have a could have been worse draw, could have been better draw, but Sporting Lisbon, uh, you know, back back to back on the next couple Thursdays. So now the as they like to say, the the, the fixtures are coming thick and fast, um, and uh, you know, what do you think has to happen here? Because the, the 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 injuries are starting to line up, but then the player, the next man up, or are, are, are kind of doing their job. I mean, are we in are we in good shape, or do we do we really need to check ourselves and not get too far ahead of ourselves here? I feel like Arteta's got some interesting decisions to make over the next seven days here, um, because I think that maybe ten days from now or two weeks from now, we're going to have Jesus back in the mix. Um, too early to get a read on uh, on Trossard. Hopefully, Smith Rowe will start to have more strength building up here. Uh, yeah, I think that this is maybe the first time this week where maybe Arteta has to prioritize. Okay, which match this week at Lisbon or at Craven Cottage is more important to win? And I'm not entirely sure that we don't run out a more defensive lineup in Lisbon and maybe try and nick a draw and keep our powder dry for the weekend. I don't know. I, I don't know how many times. You, I mean, I know Arteta says that, like, great players are able to play twice a week, every week, whatever. I don't know if we can keep running Saka and Martinelli out there twice a week or for how long until something gets them. Uh, I mean, I think it's a no-brainer that Nelson starts. Uh, on Thursday. I, I on Thursday, for sure. I, I, and, Thursday. and all of a sudden, yeah. I'm excited to see that. Like, like... Yeah. And basically, Martinelli's going to have to start because we just don't really have anybody else. <laughs> uh, 
and you may have to start Saka too, and and you know, hope you can get you know half an hour off the bench with Smith Rowe. I think we might have to see Cozy or Dewberry give us a few minutes on Thursday. Like, yeah, how I, great would that be, though? I mean, like, like it would be nice. And 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 I don't. It's Daniel. What do you got to say? Oh, and plus, I would like I would like to see um, Kivio. Oh yeah, Jacob. Yeah, he would play. He would play. I, 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 I'd like to see him, but I I will say I'm less worried about the center backs because they simply yeah. don't cover the same amount of territory. I'm not worried about running Gabrielle and Saliba out there twice a week. Center backs can do that. You know, I worry about – I mean, I'd be thinking about, you know, probably v, maybe Vieira and Odegaard's spot on oh, Thursday. Jaka yeah. back in the team in his position. So mm-hmm. I'd be thinking like Jorginho, Jaka, and Vieira in the midfield. Uh, I'd have Tierney at left back on Thursday. Yeah. And I would run Tomiyasu back out there. He's got the yips right now. We have to get him back. He's not a I, he's not a bad player. He's just he's just not had a regular run. And yeah, and, I mean, like, we, know he is. we know yeah. what he is. We know yeah. he doesn't suck. I we that, know he's not Arteta a guy. Make, my prediction. My prediction is that Arteta will make at least seven or eight changes. I bet he does. From uh, from uh, today's team. Because it's obvious, it's obvious. He can't burn the same players out. And at the same time, there are some players that need to play. But Turner, Turney, Kivior, Holding, uh, even Tomiyasu, Jorginho, Rhys Nelson, uh, Fabio Vieira, okay. I would bet bet our back three is going to be Tomiyasu, Tierney, Holding, and then one of Saliba or Gabrielle. Like that's I think we'll change that. I it's not and not because yeah. we're trying to save our players the, the minutes, Scott, but 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 because I think those guys need the minutes and this is a yeah. good opportunity to give well, it to them. And, and, and you know and, 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 and I, I think Toby Asu in particular, because as you said, like we know what he is, but here's a guy who hasn't played regularly in 14 months now. Yeah. And yeah. and we need to rebuild him because we need him. He had he had his uh, his injury issues, uh, Tommy, in the last uh, the last few months. And another point, no no one mentioned Eddie Eddie Nketiah. He was out of the squad uh, today due right. to injury. Yeah, yeah, he could be back. You're right. And uh, we hope that uh, he will uh, be back. So to give us more options uh, up front, not to bend out Saka or Martinelli when Eddie is is there. And uh, Gabby is there, and Nelson is there. There are many choices. So hopefully, Eddie will be back soon. You know, because we left Trossard today. By no means is this the type of season where you could say it was easy to manage this team through this because we were just dominant. And we had an obvious starting eleven. I mean, there is there is tinkering that needs to be done. How mm-hmm. by by a show of hands as we as we wrap up, how many people agree with this jackass? We got this. It's happening. And it's and we're gonna win this mother. Come on! Show of hands. Anyone? Anyone agree with me? (laughs) It's ours to lose, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, by definition, it's ours to lose. But but yeah. Hey, our first choice eleven. Out of our, you know, basically, you go through Saka, Jesus, Martinelli across the front, Odegaard, Xhaka, Partey in the middle, Ben White. Tomiyasu, or not Tomiyasu, Ben White, Gabriel, Saliba, and Zinchenko. Other than Ramsdale, everybody scored a goal. Yeah. I think I think I think it's diabolical that Ramsdale hasn't gotten. I, I mean, I'm just waiting for that shot over the middle from Ramsdale to just go in. But 
you know, I'm, I, I think Thursday is one of those games where we take a cautious approach. And... I take a draw in that game every day of the week. Yeah. Right. And, and, and when, uh, when, where we come out of it ready to go against Fulham, like, like and, not a costly yeah. draw, but Europa think... is not what we, you know, a year ago, I would have been like, we have to win the Europa League. When you're, when you're, when you're like third, fourth, fifth, sixth, like, and you're fighting for that, you're like, Europa League gets you right in. So let's, yeah. let's, where, let's, where we're right at now, now, honestly, Europa, Shermo, Shermo. We have, yeah, we have all the college top four at this point. So I would love the European, to- I mean, tr- trophy that sure. we haven't won in, in 29 years. Uh, or yeah. Uh, 29? Yeah, 29 years. But I would also love the Premier I League. The Premier League title. Yeah. I think, I think uh, guys, Mike, we hope that we'll keep winning and concentrating from now until the international break, which is 17th. Yeah. Of March, so it's very crucial because after the international break, I think our team will be will be full. Jesus will be back, uh, even Trossard. So it's very very important to keep winning these 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 matches from now until the international break, which is coming uh, very soon. It's crucial because entering February with this with this five points lead will be. I think main point of us going to the title. February is the most difficult schedule for Arsenal. Playing Man City, playing Newcastle away, playing Liverpool away. So we must concentrate from now until the end of March. Hopefully. You know why I love this fan base? Because we've got a Jewish guy from the States. We've got a, a Muslim Jew. guy from Palestine. Both rooting for Jesus to come back as soon as possible. <laughs> and that is the arsenal in a, in, in, a, in a nutshell. And and, uh, and and again, here's my feeling about what's going to happen. I said this in August, and I have not changed my mind. Let's let's hope that continues. But, um, yeah, this, this team is different. This club is different. I told yeah, you okay. we were going to win the league. I told you we were going to win the treble, the quadruple, the quintuple. We're going to win all the duples. We're going to win tournaments that we're not even participating in. It's it's happening. As as the name of this podcast, it's happening. We're, we're, we're winning all the duples. And Mike, Mike, maybe now you are 10 pounds lighter than this interview. Or, or 20. 10 pounds. <laughs> 100 pounds lighter than that interview. <laughs> 10 pounds my ass. I've lost 100 pounds since that interview. So uh, so anyway. You are, now, you are now fit. You are now fit enough yeah. to start the next Europa League match. Mike has lost an entire Fabio Vieira since the I've lost. Yeah, I, I have. He's I've lost, entire, Vera, Mike. lost an entire like tie, and yeah, I mean it, it's you know, and 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 the thing is, I'm still fucking fat, but but I'm working on it. Anyway, it's been a pleasure, guys. Um, thanks for joining us. Thanks to everyone in the chat. That, uh, that, that that I'm sorry I didn't get to the comments as much in the chat, but you guys had some great comments in there. Thanks to Aditya, to Josh, to uh, to Dempsek, to uh, who else joined us? Bill and and. Um, Everyone that joined us today yeah. uh, for an impromptu show. It was great to talk to so many people because that's really what this fan base is all about. So um, we charge on. We're five points up. We might win some duples. And uh, Don't stop this show, Mike. Don't stop this show. You stopped I, I, it for a few weeks. Don't stop it. Uh, there's some circumstantial reasons for that. But <laughs> I, 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 I would love to talk to you after a dramatic win every single week, Mohammed, if we can. But... Uh, but thanks, everyone, for joining us. And this has been a very victorious and very happy version of the Gooners Pod. Big up.
Production of TJP Media, wholly on subsidiary of Wanker Broadcasting Company Limited PLC. All rights and likenesses, except for Owens, are available for purchase and distribution according to the historical tenets of Bird Law. Make sure to check out the Gooners Podcast Patreon at patreon.com forward slash TGP. Find Gooners V Cancer at GoonersVCancer.com. And don't forget, get them credit cards out. The Gooners Podcast has been brought to you thanks to a generous investment from Elon Musk, as well as the letter G and the number 69. Remember, Gooner family, that taught them get better everywhere they go. TGP out.